The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 127, recorded January 6, 2022, the first episode of the 2022 year. My name is Joe Becker. I am one half of the KyberCast team. The other half on the other side of the city is... Michael Diaz. How you doing, Joe? Cold, crappy. I hate this. I actually went for a walk today on lunch. We walked too. Michelle and I... Michelle's got us on a walk every day plan. Like you, I don't know if it's like you guys, but oh, no. we walked a little bit. I need to start running. That's my fucking problem. See, I, I don't enjoy running at all. Oh, I thing. love it. I That's fine. It. Not in this, though. Not in the winter and not oh, on a well. treadmill. This is not my time. But yeah, I, I your treadmill, I, uh, not a fan. No, treadmills suck. But, I mean, I just, listen, I'm a heavy set guy. And I have short little legs. Your legs might be longer than my legs. My legs are short. I know. That's what's funny. I think you're what? How, how, what what's your height? I'm 6'2", six six. but I have a 32-inch inseam. I'm 5'6", and I have a 32. Yeah. So... <laughs> So yes. Something happened to me that didn't happen to you. My torso is eight inches longer than yours. <laughs> uh, nice. So, all that to say, with tiny little legs and a heavy set man like me, my knees and legs are not meant for running. No, but you do run your mouth, so that's cool. Oh, I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, it's the first one of the new year, and uh, you know, Book of Boba Fett's going strong. We'll find. We'll talk about that later. Um, but what's the news of the new year? Not much, huh, Michael? Not much at all. No. Uh, Morbius pushed back from January 28th to April 1st. So this do you is, think that's COVID-related? <laughs> or is that let Spider-Man make more money before we... Definitely the latter, yeah. but also the former. More the latter. The Spider-Man one? Oh, yeah. They're getting out of the way. Of course, yeah. Sony is getting out of their own way. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, God, it's making so much money. I haven't checked lately. I know, I know, it had jumped up to number ten of all time. Yeah, I don't it's know doing well. further, but still, yeah. good lord. So yeah, they're gonna let that ride. But that's what April now, though. Which uh, I'm a hundred. If I'm hundred percent honest, I have no interest in Morbius. Not not in the theater. Um, I'm fifty. I'm fifty fifty. I mean, I want to see it, and I prefer seeing things at the theater, but. I don't want to wait. I don't want to wait a, two months after it comes out to see it on at home. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to see it so that we can talk about it and you yeah, know for the show and that kind of thing. Don't you feel this? This feels more Venom than Spider Man. One hundred percent. Did you see either of the Venoms in the theater? Uh, no. <laughs> Are you disappointed you didn't see either Venoms in the theater? No, but this character seems different to me. I don't know. Well, of course it's different, but I mean, I I don't know. I like I like to learn about new characters, which is why I like Shang Chi so much. Last year, it's like I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about Morbius. I didn't read. I've never read a Morbius comic in my life. Yeah, but I mean, 
I get it. Sony wants to use all the Spider-Man IP they can because they own it, at least for film rights. How is he a Spider-Man IP? Uh, he, he's he's a Spider-Man character. Spider-Man's encountered him many a time. He encountered him, but did wasn't he his? Did he have his own comic before Spider-Man, or did he appear in Spider-Man first? I believe he appeared in Spider-Man first. Now, okay, please, geeks of the internet, tell me if I'm wrong, but I'm going to make that bold statement that yes, he appeared in Spider-Man first. All right, then I guess that's a Spider-Verse. I guess if you appear in that comic of uh, somebody else first, you're part of that, right? Yeah, well, and I wonder how it works because I, obviously the Punisher is owned by Marvel, Marvel mm-hmm. proper, right? Right. Because they did the Netflix shows, but the Punisher's first appearance was in the Spider-Verse or in the Spider-Man. Really? I didn't know that. I thought it was Daredevil. Oh, no. No, he appeared way way before he was much more one note um it was a bit much okay but uh yeah i have in fact i own the very first appearance of the punisher really first print first print wow years and years ago what was the late 90s early 2000s when the back market you know market just fell out where suddenly everyone all the speculators left the market and all comics just crashed in value I took that as an opportunity to buy all the comics I had always wanted. Wow. So I bought the first appearance of the Punisher. I bought the entire run of Watchmen and individual issues. And I have all three original first print issues of The Dark Knight Returns by by Frank Miller. Frank Miller, yeah. I do not. I have reprints, but I don't care. Well, I have a trade, too. I, and I pull out the trade every few years and read it. But I have the original three issues and... All signed by Frank Miller. Wow. Where is that at? In my comic book boxes. Yeah, but where are the, where are they located? Like in a safe place, like off the ground in a you know, Yeah, they're one, off the ground. One flood and you're done. No, probably, no they're safe where they are right now. You should probably put those in a plastic tub tub too. Uh that's not a bad idea. I do have them in Mylar right now. Is hmm. it Mylar? I don't know. They're in some kind of hard shell plastic thing. Yeah. So, but anyway, I mean, back I'm, to Morbius. I'm a little bit bummed because um, I was kind of looking forward to it, but I don't, like you said, I don't, you know, it's one of those things. I would go see that on a um, Tuesday night or something where I know that at maybe the theater in Rockford, Rockford Cedar Theater, where nobody really goes. Like, I, would, I wouldn't mind paying the seven, eight bucks and go see a Morbius here on a Tuesday night or something when no one's I there. would see it like on a, on a rainy Sunday no, morning rainy. if I yeah. literally had nothing else to do. Yeah, but everybody would do that then. Like a Tuesday night, no one's going. Well, that's what I, that's what I did. I saw Star Trek Beyond that way. Yeah. There was hardly anyone in the theater. Loved it. Right. And that's the way I would probably, if I would do that for Morbius. I would go to the Rock the Rockford, whatever that place is no, called. I actually went to the AMC at the mm-hmm. time. So. But anyways. Anyways, there it goes. Morbius pushed back. Um, the only other piece of news I found was that uh, there's a rumor uh, spelled, you know, British style, rumor. Uh, Jedi Fallen 2 video game, I guess, is supposed to get a release this year, but there's been no, no talk about it or anything of what it's going to be, but apparently... Oh, see, I saw <laughs> that... The, the rumor I saw was that they're going to announce it in 2022 for a 2023 release. Oh, see, I read it was going to be a 2022 release. That's the problem with rumors. They're it not is bad shit. But it's a good album. 
You know, that's probably one of the few musical things we will agree on. I, I think that's a fantastic <laughs> album. As well. Oh, by the way, I meant to tell you, uh, big deal. If you really wanted to, Eagles tickets go on sale. January. Oh, you can go straight to hell. <laughs> straight to hell. Funny, that's the name of their uh, their tour when they came back. Hell Froze Over Tour. They should have stayed there. Oh, poor Michael. I can't stand the Eagles. I know you can't. That's why. I just like that. the Big Lebowski, they're just not my thing. You know what? You and I agree on that too. I've watched that three times, trying, like wondering. It's it's like it's okay. What are you talking about? It's, it's absolutely genius. The Big Lebowski? You said it's not your thing. No. The Big Lebowski can't stand the Eagles. That's how we're the same. Oh, I watched that movie three times. I'm like, it's okay. It's good. I love that movie. I can watch it over and over. It's freaking hilarious. It's okay. It's the okay. The point is, Stop. see, I, the first time I saw it, I didn't like it. Oh, I don't but, hate it. I don't hate it. I just don't get into it like people do. I mean, I'm like, I tried. The point is, there is no point. The Big Lebowski doesn't change. No, I get it. That's the point. I, I totally get it. It just, it's okay. It's not horrible. Oh, I love it. Absolutely love it. No, I know I, I want to watch it tonight. I love it that much. All right, there you go. Watch it tonight after the show. <laughs> uh, all right, well, that's it for news as far as I know, unless you uh, come up with something else before then um, that I've seen throughout no. the uh, webs. The rest is just chatter about rumor shit that's going to happen on shows and that's not news to me that's just somebody trying to get links so yeah um, you know there you go that being said all right let's jump into our geek this week michael i'll let you go you've got so much there you're such a a diligent geek <laughs> it's not by choice i i simply must consume <laughs> geek stuff i don't know how you find all this time i don't i just but i take it <laughs> i don't i i uh i'm a night owl I just don't go to bed early, which is probably not good for me. But uh, this week, I uh, I picked up my uh, my Kindle, my 10-inch Kindle Fire. Not Kindle, sorry. It's not the Kindle Fire anymore. I picked up my Amazon Fire, my 10-inch tablet. I think you got one, too. Uh, though yours is nicer because you got the newer one. But uh, as I've mentioned before, I loaded it with digital comics that I've bought over the years. And I bought a shit ton of Star Wars comics, and I've been making my way through the Star Wars Legacy are they good? I enjoy them. I really do. But is it I still mean, on sale? Is this something I should put, or is that gone now? Oh, they're still out there because it's just it, I bought them during the Dark Horse Fire sale, so they, I got them for like a song, right? Because Dark Horse is like, we got to make as much money as we can this last few weeks, quarter or whatever. Now Marvel still owns them, and they still put them on sale on occasion, just not as good of a price. Got it. So they they're still out there. Um. I, I started and finished Star Wars Legacy Volume 3, Claws of the Dragon, which focuses on Cade Skywalker and Darth Krait. Do you know who either of those know, people are? Zero. I have no idea what that is. Okay. I didn't, well, I didn't know how well you knew. I know you know a lot more about Star Wars than I do. So, Not the so, comics, though. Okay. I started and finished those. Uh, I won't give any spoilers then in case you ever read them. They're good. Well, I think they're good. Now, there's always a suspension of disbelief that you have sure. to throw in there. I mean, this takes place. Not in class. This takes place 137 years after the Battle of Yavin. So, oh, so it's way generational. A yeah, generation yeah. Yeah, well, okay. Yep, that's fine because it's all. It's just new stuff. That's not bad. Yeah, but it's 137 years later. Uh, the Sith are back, 
but not just as a as a group of two. They're back as a force. Oh, like the old old days. Kind of like the old Sith. The, the pre bane Yes, but not quite to that level, like not as uh, numerous. And the Empire's back, and the Stormtroopers, here they are, you know, 137 years later, and they look exactly the same. <laughs> how else are you going to draw them? They didn't know that back then. What, what were they I understand. Like? But, you know, they tweak, I don't know. But uh, I, I, I enjoy it. I mean, there's other Star, there's uh, new TIE Fighter variations, and they're kind of stupid. But um, all I have to say, the story's not bad. I really do enjoy the story. <laughs> all right. So... I read Star Wars Legacy Volume 3, Claws of the Dragon, and then I'm about halfway to three quarters away through Star Wars Legacy 4, Volume 4, Alliance. And then I bought Super Mar- new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. That's the Super Mario game that was made for the Wii U. Okay. But they is did a Switch version. Stuff? No. Is that, you, is that Super Mario game or is it like you have to build stuff? No, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a side-scrolling Super Mario game. Gotcha. But I bought it for the Switch. I, I don't know why it is, but basically anytime they put a Mario game on sale that I don't have. You just get like, it. Like 30 bucks and under, I grab it. And I bought well, this. I got, gift, I got a gift card from one of the boys for my Switch, so I, I have that sitting. Okay. All I want them to do is put the goddamn SNES Star Wars trilogy games on there, and I'll buy the shit out of those. Oh. Why aren't those available? Give me Rogue Squadron. Or even that. I would I would play. I mean, I remember I owned the N64. I had to go buy the special memory expansion just so I could play Rogue Squadron. Right. And then they had the code unlock so you can unlock the Naboo fighter and all that. Yeah. I would I would or the, or the code unlock to uh unlock the Millennium Falcon. I would play the shit out of Rogue Squadron. Yeah, have you ever that. played the original Star Wars games, the side scrollers? Uh, I, I probably have at some point, um, but the ones that really grabbed me, like I said, the uh, Rogue Squadron on the Super Nintendo, or the yeah. N64, I should say, was, that's that's my life right there. Yeah, I wish they would have bring those out. And what's and the Vanguard, too? Oh, yeah, I sort of, uh, a friend of mine got a, he somehow found a PS5 before Christmas, got it, and he bought Vanguard, so we've been playing that at night. And, uh, I don't know what game, what is that? Is that a flying game? Call of Duty. Oh, call it. You got it. So you're just killing stuff, just shooting people in the face. So yeah, not, not much different than Halo. Like I've been playing the Halo. It's just running around shooting. Yeah, I mean that's all it is. No jumping, but shooting. yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Are you? Is that it for you? I think there's plenty of geek stuff. <laughs> so while Michael reads, I clearly just watch. Uh, so I've got three things I did over since last week between Christmas and, uh, or between, yeah, Christmas and New Year, basically. And I watched the uh, Harry Potter reunion, which was great. Uh, you're not a Potter person. You didn't watch any of those, right? I watched the first two and said, I don't I don't see yeah. the point. The, re- the reunion was fantastic. Well produced. Like, it's not just like people sitting in a behind a green screen and they ask them questions. They built sets. They brought them to the original sets. They brought as many actors, I guess, that would want to be there. I don't know if, why or whatever, but just an incredibly well produced um, special. Unfortunately, J.K. Rowling wasn't there, but I think that's due to due to her comments about trans people. Yeah, I guess I don't know. They don't say that, but um, <clears throat> you know, I think it's kind of a little bit wrong that she's not there since it's all her, anyways. It was her stories? Um, 
especially since, you know, I'm not going to get into too deep into in her controversies, but um, I feel like maybe people came at her pretty strong. And I think, you know, she's, she has gay characters. She has, I mean, like whatever. <clears throat> the point is the um, special is very, very good. It's really touching to see when they started this thing and how little those people, the kids were that started Harry Potter. And then they, they, they literally grew up in front of everybody. And it's just amazing to see how they turned out all fairly well. And um, makes me well, want to watch them all again. One thing I'll say is that who put these out? Who was it? It's not Columbia. I don't forget. Is it Warner Brothers that put these out? Yeah, HBO Max. Yep. That's right. Okay. Yep. Done. Thank you. Yep. One thing I'll say is, you know, all through the 80s and 90s and through a chunk, well, even coming into the 2000s, maybe not so much, child stars are just basically like, all right, we're going to put your money in a trust that your parents control. They're going to spend it all on plastic surgery and meth. And when you're an adult, you get jack shit. Right. At least with the Harry Potter kids. I mean, I remember news articles, extensive news articles about how uh, Warner Brothers hired them financial planners and sat them down and said, okay, here's how we're going to make it so no one steals your money and then after <laughs> you make all this money, like, you know, which I get. I mean, yeah, yeah. You got to protect. I mean, it sucks that some children have to be protected from their parents. Like, it, like even Gary Coleman from Different Strokes back in the eighties, man. Oh, yeah, for sure, they got rich. So they they made big a big deal about the fact that they helped these kids, you know, basically put this aside for life, so that way they weren't destitute when they hit their twenties. And yeah, it's really freed them up. At least you know, I, I don't think Emma's doing as much as she used to. She used to, you know, she used to act quite a bit. I don't know. I've seen her in anything lately, but. Um, you know, Daniel, what's his face? Radcliffe. Thank you, Radcliffe. <laughs> he, because of his, his nest egg, basically, he's been allowed to continue acting, but taking on niche problems, doing things that he just wants to do. Right. He doesn't have to show mm. up in one of those crappy B or C level movies just to pay the rent. Right. Which is Fantastic for them. So in that regard, even though I'm not a fan of the series, either the books or the movies, props to Warner Brothers there. So I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, I, I kind of want to watch the movies again. I think part of it too, maybe HBO or you know Warner Brothers is kind of taking the temperature. How much is it going to be streamed? And will they say like, well, can we make another one? You know, like reboot it? Who knows for a future thing? It's a guess on my part. No one's ever, there's no rumors out there to them. It's like, hmm, they're going to get streaming numbers. Well, um, I guarantee you, if they make one with those three characters again, that shit will make a billion and a half. Well, I mean, they already have that stage play that takes place later when they're older adults. What, the Cursed Child or something like that? Yeah. Don't do that, though. Oh, I see. I'm not familiar with it, so I don't know if it's I'm a not either, story or not. I think it should just be a... Anyways, I just think they could... They want to make a quick billion... Put one of those out, and I like the Fantastic Beast movies, you know. But well, there is a, another one. It's a third one of that coming out. Yeah, coming out looks good. It's got Mads Mikkelsen in it. Not I Johnny mean, Depp. No, there's a reason for that. Yes, I know. Uh, we'll see. How I'm curious about this uh, the sex movie you watched because I want to see it. Okay, yeah. So um, we watched last night actually Ghostbusters Afterlife. And thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs sideways. 
Really? Listen, you know, this is me. I was uh, uh, our mutual friend Rudy really liked it. He liked it a lot. I, I'm like, I need some better writing. Like, um, good characters. Characters are good. There's a good premise to the story, but like, you know, I, I won't give spoilers because you're you haven't seen it. But basic, well, yeah, I'll just, I mean, it'll, it'll if I tell you, then it'll, you know, we know that Bill Murray's in it. We know that Dan Aykroyd's in it, and we know that. Um, Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson's in it, right? Let's just say. How can I okay. say this? Spoiler alert. If you've seen if you've not seen the movie, fast forward. I don't know how far to fast forward, but I'm trying I've to heard there's you. a CGI. Oh, I'm not even gonna get into that. I'm not getting okay. into that. That I doesn't matter. Even, I'm not even I trying won't to mention do that. that then. I won't mention no, that. No, no. My point is what, were they on set for a day? Like like very brief cameos, is it? It's just, just like I. It was just, I was. I felt like they sold me a bill of goods. You that know, you're gonna see more of them. Yeah, like if you're gonna write a script and they're gonna be in it, fucking put them in it. Oh, see, I. Every trailer I've seen and everything, yeah, we we heard their voices in the trailer, at least Bill Murray's, but I was fully expecting that they would. Only being it very ever so briefly. I, I think it's just cheap. Like they're like, all right. Then why do it? Why are they in it then? Just to to get people to buy a ticket and go see it. Kind of like the Force Awakens. No. <laughs> Luke shows up and the film ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that, but that was story. That was right, wrong, or different. It's part of the story. Fucking Harrison Ford was in it. Eighty eighty five percent of that film. Was he not? I you're saying. I know. I, I know. I'm just yeah, teasing. He's you actually part of the story, is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Like, like if you're gonna pay these people to be in it, or or if they're just gonna say, "Well, I'll do it," but for only this much, I'd be like, "Fuck off. We're done. We're not gonna do it." Like, like they could have done. They could have written it better, where they were kind of somehow throughout. Maybe not have them have screen time as much as the the, the new characters. But I don't know. I had a lot of trouble with it because I basically thought it was fucking Scooby Doo, and then a bunch of other. Then was Scrappy Doo instead. No, it was just like watching an episode of Scooby Doo, mm. and then all gotcha. of a sudden, and then you've got the other people that come in at some point. Olivia Wilde's in it. I won't tell you who she plays, but she's in it, which is worth it. I thought she played. No, well, maybe I shouldn't because. All right, so you've read all these things. I'm trying to help you, and then I know what you're. I'll going shut on. up. I'll shut up. <laughs> so I'm. Yeah, I don't. You know, clearly it's been out for a while, so it's not like the spoilers are that bad. We're not doing a, re, uh, uh, a review of it, right? Oh, I, I just want to watch it. I'm. I thought it looked it's really good. Fun. It's fun. There's good characters in it. <laughs> Excuse but me. It's still a sideways from you. Yeah, I would. It, it's not rewatchable. How's that? Okay, that's fair. You know, I didn't hate it. Didn't love it. Was fine. I'll never have to watch it again. There's no reason to. <laughs> Fair enough. I get that. I I mean, I understand if people think that of Rise of Skywalker as well. Totally get it. <laughs> you know. I have only know. ever seen it once. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, but to finish off my geek this week, which is totally watchable, and I have no reason to understand why it is because it's really bad and it's really great. And that's Cobra Kai season four. Wait, how is it bad and it's great? You'd have to watch it. You'll know why. Is it just that cheesy that it's good? Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Is it's this the kiss so- of streaming television shows? 100%. Okay. I'm okay with that. But it knows it is. That's what I love about the, fanta- the, uh, the Fast and Furious. It's terrible, but I love right. it. Right. But this is uh, it's cheesy, but for some reason it works. I don't know why. But have you ever watched any of them? I've watched the first couple episodes, and I really enjoyed the first two, the ones that were originally on YouTube Red. Right. I watched the first two. I really liked them. I wanted to keep watching. Uh, Shaley was like, no, you can watch this on your own. And I just haven't gotten to it. So I watched the whole goddamn thing in one day, the whole season. The first season? No, the whole fourth season. Yeah, the last season. I watched it all in one day. The fourth season? It must not be a very long season. Well, they're only there's like twelve episodes, or like thirty five minutes each, roughly, something like that. Uh, is it, do you want? Are these? Is this one of these shows that you watch while you work? No, it was Sunday morning. I was up, nothing to do. I'm like, holy shit, this <laughs> is something. Bam, I'm watching it <laughs> for the next six hours. I'm watching Cobra Kai. Totally did. Good for you, Joe. Totally did. It was fantastic. Yeah, lots of good stuff happened in that. A lot of good people that came back. Some evil guys. It's funny. They have a good, they do a great job of like making you hate somebody, then they redeem them, and then you're like, but it's like they've done it for a lot of characters, and you're just like, what? So Johnny's the best character of all of it. Of all forces. He's the best character. You know, years ago, and people are gonna drag me for this, tell me I'm full of shit. But years ago, we're talking twenty years ago now. I as a joke, I wrote up a couple paragraphs. Uh, kind of. Have you ever seen the movie Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead? I, I know it. I didn't see it. Or no. The whole Animation, point is, it? It, no. It, it's it's got Tim Curry. It's Tim. No, not Tim Curry. Tim Roth and Gary Oldman. They play Rosencrantz and Guildenstern okay. from Macbeth, yeah. right? No, from Hamlet. Or from Hamlet. Sorry, yes, from Hamlet. Sorry. And <laughs> the whole the whole point of the movie is you're seeing their side of the story. Which they're only in Hamlet for you know a few scenes, right? You know, you know, oh, these are his friends from university, and the king is trying to trick him into taking him to England to get him killed. Right. Well, there's a whole movie based on their backstory, which doesn't need to exist, but it's great because you kind of see this whole flip side of the whole story. And I wrote a couple of paragraphs just as a joke one day. I was bored. I was working the night shift where I was working at the time, and I wrote a couple of paragraphs and gave it to my friend. Just about how Johnny was really the star of the Karate Kid, and that it that actually uh, <laughs> Daniel Larusso was an asshole, and um, he was the enemy, and he was the you know that antagonist. And it was just a joke. But then, like a few years later, they made that same joke on uh, How I Met Your Mother, and my friend immediately calls me up. He's like. Well, there goes your million-dollar idea. So they just put it on TV. Well, not only that, they did it through the series, too. I, exactly, which I know they're doing more of that now. So No, but there's a whole thing. There's like They do flashbacks of both of their point of views. <clears throat> and you, when, you, when, when Johnny has a point of view, you're like, oh, yeah, I can't see that. But Johnny was a dick. Right. So <laughs> my, basically what I'm saying is I had a great idea. I could be a millionaire, but instead I, uh, I didn't. Yep, and if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> exactly. And it's now I'm doing this podcast for free. Exactly. Well, you know, that's a good segue because 
if people want to help out the podcast, they can check us out on <laughs> Patreon at patreon.com slash kybercast. If you'd like to help out or throw a tip our way, check it out, help us out, and uh, you know, check it out. Again, patreon.com slash kybercast. There you go. There's our plug for the day. All right, Michael. Are you ready for the main topic? Did you watch the show? I am, but I have to ask. I'm assuming you did not watch The Matrix then. So we're going we're gonna to push that not, off. I did not. I, I was too busy. Look at I just I watched the season and stuff. Right. Obviously, you uh, watched mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife and six hours of Cobra Kai. Clearly, as you noted last week, you had no time to watch The Matrix. I have no desire. Okay. That's a well, problem. That, that's fair. That's more fair. You know, I haven't watched one episode of Star Trek either. We haven't talked about it. We, we We talked about every season except for this season. I've been watching this season. I think I'm an episode maybe two behind. Uh, yeah. But you never seasons. come out You never come out and put it in your geek this week. You never talk about it. Like it's, it's, all, it's like gone. No, I mentioned it the last time I watched it. I think yeah. I watched like four episodes in a row to get caught okay. up. Right. And now I'm like a couple behind again, but it's okay. Yeah. I, but are you watching watch the, what about that cartoon one? No, I haven't yet. I just haven't. I don't. I, I forgot to DVR on Nickelodeon. I know I have access to it. It's different than the. It's not the the. But what, what, there's two cartoon ones, right? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You're you're probably talking now. Lower decks. No, I actually like. No, Lower not decks. lower decks. There's another one that's out, right? Prodigy. Prodigy. That's what it is. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet either. Yeah. I only have so much time, Joe. Obviously, I have to play several hours of Call of Duty. Right. Like I think I played like three hours last night. So come on, where am I going to wow. watch Star Trek? I don't know. Okay, sorry. I was just busting your balls. Yes, our main topic is the book of Boba Fett. Totally fair. I just, I I need to, at some point, I guess I'll watch it when I probably expelled, expunged all my Netflix stuff or whatever, but (laughs) (laughs) I'll get to it. Um, But hey, quick news. I believe next weekend or next next Wednesday, week from Wednesday, um, the, uh, Eternals will be streaming on Disney Plus next Wednesday. I believe they come out. Yeah. Doesn't it come out the twelfth? Oh, I wasn't sure. It was twelfth or seventeenth. I thought it was the twelfth, but I, I'll definitely probably the twelfth. It's probably the twelfth. Um, sadly, I did not see that at the theater. Nor did I. So we can cover it next week. And we'll see as well as. <laughs> but we'll find out anyways. We'll cover it anyways. I mean, if you're not going to watch six more hours of Cobra Kai, we might have time. I can't. Watch. Season's done. I'm done. I okay. finished the season. So it's so. a good chance. Yeah, oh, there was a great chance because I want to see that movie. I feel like I did something wrong by not seeing it in the theater. I feel like Kevin Feige is going to stop me from seeing other films because I didn't see that one. Because they're pushing for it to be win an Academy Award, that and Black Widow. We'll see. I, I enjoyed Black Widow, but I don't think it's Academy Award worthy. Well, it depends what they're pushing it for. <laughs> you know, is it costume? Is it what, what is it? Right, right. Um, all right. Our main topic this week, which will be for the next probably five more weeks, is The Book of Boba Fett, Season 1, Episode 2, The Tribes of Tatooine, came out on Wednesday, January 4th. Um, fifth. Fifth. That was yesterday. Sorry. It's the sixth. You <laughs> I feel like it's been three days because I've watched it three times. Um, really? I want to be tight, man. I want to be tight on that. Uh, I clearly I thought this was a much better than episode one. Episode one was clearly more of a prelude. This feels like chapter one of the book. 
um, and I wonder if they did that purpose. I remember when it, when they said they were going to do this show, it was going to be six episodes, and they made it seven episodes. So I wonder if that was just on purpose to get the little prelude going or something. But um, I thought it was much better. There's a lot of Easter eggs and or surprises if you are a geek like I am on Star Wars. But if you aren't, it doesn't matter because it still shows intrigue of the show. Um, I really, really enjoyed this this episode. I thought it did a great job of of character building, a great job of Star Wars lore. I thought the action was very good. I thought the director, what's her name, Steph? Uh, I should look it up. On, I have nothing ready to go. Um, Was that Steph Green or something like that? Yeah, not Seth Green, Steph Green. Correct. Uh, She did a fantastic job uh, directing this. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Before we dive into the nitty-gritty of it, though, Michael, what say you? I hear you. Okay, you said you thought it was a much better episode. Yeah, episode one? Yeah, much better. I disagree. Wow. I... uh, I think this was more of episode one. It felt like to me that this should have been the one, two episode that Disney released. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're kind of saying the same thing I am. It's like the first one, episode one was a prelude and this just kind of went right. This is the real chapter one. No, I still, I still feel we're a 100% stuck in prelude and or pro pro, prologue prologue. Okay. Whatever. I don't, I don't feel like the story has really started yet. Um, I mean, yes, it's good that we're hearing or seeing his backstory as to how he, you know, became a member of the Tuscan Raiders and how he got to the Sarlacc, blah, blah, blah. I want, I'm ready for the story, story to start moving forward now. And so, Me too. I don't disagree with that. I, 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 I'm ready now. I don't need to see much more of the Tuscan Raiders, put it that way. But, but I my feel, guess is something bad's going to happen. <laughs> but we'll yeah, I almost feel like, like, I'm okay with the flashbacks, but okay. Whereas I, I I didn't take a stopwatch to it. In the first episode, it seemed like the flashback was like about half the episode. This was definitely three quarters of the episode. Exactly. I get Which, that. Yeah. I get the story they're trying to tell, but I'm not gonna say I'm done with the flashbacks because I expect we'll see some more as they as the series progresses. But I'm I my interest in this show is in the present. Yes. Boba Fett becoming who he, you know, the crime lord that he wants to become. I'm with you there. I don't disagree there. I think what they had to do, though, because everybody had this idea of um, Boba Fett as this ruthless um, killer or bounty hunter or whatever. Um, so I think they're trying to show the transition to why he is doing this now. And I think it makes sense. Um, you can think of it timeline-wise, right? So... He's been, I would assume he's with the Tuscan Raiders roughly four to five years. I would guess, or at least an extended time, yes. Yeah, because the this show takes place, Mandalorian, the Mandoverse, is I think five years after Return of the Jedi. Correct, correct. So and He doesn't get his armor back until five years after Return of the Jedi. Correct. So, so and obviously this happens... I mean, yes, some time has passed, probably weeks at most, since he got out of the Sarlacc pit. So, yes, this is a lot of this is right after. Yeah, we don't know how much time has passed, but we know that this show, his flashback started right after he got out of the Sarlacc pit, which could have been the next day, two days after Return of the Jedi. I don't know. 
you know, I'm 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 interested in if in his flashbacks we're going to see the news of the Republic beating the well. Empire. We 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 saw that from the flashback in episode one of Mandalorian, season two. Oh, true, true. We already saw that because that's how Cobb Vanth found the armor. So he got the armor roughly two days or so after Boba Fett lost it. Cobb Vanth in, roughly, something like that. After the Jawas ripped it off his body. Right. Stole it. I, I don't know how long it took. I don't know what time passed between uh, Boba Fett thrown in the Sarlacc pit and the destruction of the um, the uh, Death, Star? Death Star because Luke went to Dagobah first and they did the whole thing in Endor. That could have been two weeks. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. We don't know. So, we don't know. Um, time is weird in Star Wars. But I do understand that thought because I want to see what happens. Uh, but I did like the introduction since we're stay, we'll stay on the uh, um, the flashback. I love the introduction of the Pikes, which me too. And well, do you want to cover how they basically retconned them? What's that? Say that again. Did you want to cover how they kind of retconned the Pikes? No, go ahead. I mean, I don't know how it's retconned. Maybe I'm well, something. In the in the animated show, you know, they they looked like these almost like these bug like creatures, right? Their faces. Well, these are the same pikes that were in Solo. Right, but they look similar to Solo, so how do they fix that? They just establish that they're wearing headdresses and masks mm-hmm. and they're basically more like fish looking people. Gotcha. Right. So there's a little retcon there, just to kind of make it so that now we see that the pikes we saw in the animated show and in the solo and now here, how they're the same, maybe just different parts of the crime family. Right. Based on their headdress. Um, so it was nice. I, I liked that whole, this train coming through and you've got the, you know, this, this thing here and you've got Boba that tells the, the leader he can take that train out. And I really enjoyed how he walked back to the, whatever that bar was, whatever. Um, uh, that was that was possibly Tashi Station. Well, I don't know. I didn't see any parts there. I just saw a bar. Yeah, well, it was nighttime, but uh, some eagle-eyed observers have noted, you know, in the cut scene. Uh, no, of I know Star Wars where he's yeah. Okay. yeah. You, go ahead. You can finish it because some listeners may not. All right. So in the cut scene of Star Wars, they show Luke hanging around Tashi Station with uh, what was it? Dirk's big lighter or something, whatever his name is. No, that that's that was uh, his buddy. This was yeah, um, Lane Lonazer, Lonazer, the fixer. Yes, and uh, Cami Marstrap. Yes, and that's who those two people are. Right, and you know it's it's what's nice is they still had that kind of seventies look, which I think you have to do. That's kind of gets kind of continuity, right? Like that haircuts from the seventies for both of them. Oh. Or even the technology, the game that the, I want to say the speed, well, they're bikers. They're bikers. Right. You know, yeah, the sons bike of Anarchy. Game. You might as well just had um, Ron Perlman right. in there. <laughs> right. The Sons of Tatooine. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's actually a good name. The Two Sons of Tatooine. That's funny. Oh, there you S- go. S-O-N-S. S-U-N-S, I mean, is there the is is the is the biker gang. Uh, I, I'm sure they actually had a name. I I didn't look, but I, I believe there was Arabesh lettering on the rockers on their jackets. Yeah, 
But I mean, that was a cool scene. I dug that, and Boba goes in there and just beats the shit out of him, which was great with his new yes. with his with with the uh, makeshift staff or the training staff that he had. Um, comes back, takes their horses like any good Western would. Yeah, takes their horses back or their bikes, speeder bikes, and I love that he goes. This is my gift to you, and then you start beating the shit out of it. No, 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 there was some good humor in this episode. That was really good Star Wars humor, and that you know overtly crazy but um really good and i'm not saying it was a bad episode i'm just i i like i said i you're saying you liked it more than the first episode i'm saying i liked it less because i thought we spent too much time in the flashback that's what i'm saying right well the flashback here was an important one though it was i think now we can spend a lot less time i hope um going forward um but in the flashback you know so he, he helps out the gets the train to stop, teaches them how to fight a little bit, not fight, but uh, organize and um, and use some and he, technology. Yeah, they're they're not the sharpest tools, uh, no. the sand people. Um, not their fault, but they're not. Because um, I mean, well, dude, dude, they they break the train and then they get this big giant thing of water and they just knock the cap off of it. That's good. Let's let it all go on the desert, you dumb fucks. Like what, you know, figure out, or like, let's put our banthas so they all get killed. Like, you know, they're coming. How about we put them closer to the hill so they get shot? Right. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I don't know if we're making any commentary, but perhaps the sand people are kind of like, you know, the Neanderthals in that you see why they did not become the preeminent species on the planet because- Evolutionarily wise, they've hit their apex already. <laughs> yes, that's that's fair. Anyways, he he helps them, does what they need to do. He makes a deal. Well, he forces a deal with the Pikes. They have to walk back, um, and now I guess they got to pay for this trade route. But what he did was, you know, he was his first deal breaker, right? Deal brokerage, I should say, not breaker. Yep. And he's learning. This is where he learns respect from, and maybe the code. That you see later on in Mandalorian, right? Remember, this is four years prior to the Mandalorian, and um, now you understand why when he makes it, uh, when he tells Mandalorian, I, you know, I said I would help. I'm going to help. You know, we didn't when we get your kid back. That's when our deal is done. Yep. So he's he is a man of honor. Um, I, I, you know, people have on the internet that say, well, I don't, you know, they they're taking all the mystery away from him. I'm like, dude, the show's called The Book of Boba Fett. Like, yeah, right. What did you expect? You know, he's a character now. What's wrong with that? That's fine. It's good. Right. You know, they gave it, like I said before, they gave a lot of way in episode two, Attack of the Clones. Like, we know what he looks like now. He's a clone, so he looks like his dad. Like, stop it. Exactly. Like, they didn't hide anything. So, anyways. But what I really enjoyed was kind of like the mirroring of the Mandalorian and Boba Fett when they were redressing him and in Tuscan garb. And then he forged his own. I really enjoyed that scene a lot where he forged his own gaffy stick. I thought that was cool. It was like, it was like a Jedi getting his lightsaber or her lightsaber. It was pretty cool. Uh, it was awesome. And, um, the, the, the lizard up the nose, the, the hallucinogen to walk his own path was hilarious. Oh, I'm sorry. I think I swallowed. It was, it was really good. He was tomorrow. Morrison's doing great in this. I think, I think he's doing he an is. awesome job. I'm not, I'm not knocking the show. It's just, I don't know. I've, and maybe my complaints are minor. Like, 
for example, the Tuscan Raiders seem to be very much modeled on like uh, Bedouins, right? Sure. There's a lot of different places you can choose. They could be Fremen. I, I don't, well, yeah, let's, let's face it. Uh, Tatooine <laughs> is Arrakis. I mean, right. I mean, there's stole this whole hog. I mean, yeah. When the pikes, the pikes are, you know, uh, smuggling spice. spice. Oh yeah. It's either homage or stolen. It's both. Yeah. Please come on and set it. But, <laughs> but that's not like Frank, you know, the Dune didn't steal from other myths. It's like, you know, it's all. Completely. Right, right, right. But so I did like the scene where they dressed him up. But like I said, it, it's clear, clear right. that the Tuscans, like I said, are definitely, there, there's some inspiration coming from the Bedouin nomads that we see, you know, in the Saharan Africa. Yeah. Would well, you ever see uh, Lawrence of Arabia? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Same idea. Yes, exactly. hundred percent. Or I'm like, like in Westerns, a man called horse. And, right. You know, right. Uh, what's the movie? Uh, Dances with Wolves, those kind of stuff. Avatar, all the same thing. But yeah, we've mentioned this before. But okay, I, I guess, and this is a minor quibble, but they dressed them all in black, which that's fine. I think if that's a ceremonial garb, as bring them into the tribe. But if you're living on a desert planet, you're not really going to be wearing black all the time. No, but that ass kicking one does. That chick that. Chick Tuscan, who just beat yeah. the shit out of everybody in that train. That was an awesome scene. Yes. We're like, you have the guy with the gun, he goes down, then she just pops her head up. I'm like, oh, I got him. And then she goes to the next two and just pulls him down and kills him. <laughs> <laughs> was a, who does not want that person on their team? Yeah, that, that was awesome. Like I said, there are a lot of things to like. Um, I enjoyed it. And, but like I said, my biggest thing is just I want to see more going forward. I do too. I, I mean, I was more excited in the first. 15 minutes, minutes yeah. of the mo- of the show because of the new stuff we were getting. And the first big reveal is basically, well, first of all, when he goes to the mayor, right after the fake rancor thing, which was funny, we all knew there was no rancor in there. I was like, is there, are there, no, that's better that there's not. Oh yeah. Just the mouse, which was funny. That was funny. Yes. I enjoyed um, that. I mean, some I said, I heard, I was reading on the, on the, Interwebs today saying that like Boba's soft, you know, he should have just killed that guy. I'm like, well, he needed answers. Like he's he's not soft, he's smart. Like, I'm not gonna kill this guy. I gotta figure out who's coming after me. You right. know. So he goes all the way to the mayor and they did the whole I did not again, another one of those scenes where the guy at the desk is like, Yeah, I don't see you, the mullet dude with the with the best bin mustache guard guy look. Um yeah. More of that seventies look. Yeah, uh, just that character sucked. I mean, those characters, those you know, up, up apologies. You know, <laughs> just not not great characters. Anyways, but when they got to the mayor, that was awesome. That if for those that don't know, that was actually Robert Rodriguez's voice um, playing the mayor, um, according to the credits. But I liked how they did the Hammerhead guy and Authorian. I can't remember what they're what they're called, but the Hammerheads as we call yep. them. Um, that was good CGI. Yeah, that was a good one with, with with the translation device on and everything. I like that very much. I thought it was cool. That was really cool. That was really cool. Then they just shot that assassin. Yeah, like, no questions done. Well, well, it's not. They don't want him to talk. They Lee Harvey Oswald him. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, so smart. Yeah. So more will play out there, but that was it. Was really starting to get rolling. Then then they you know tells him to go visit the cantina or whatever the place is called and um. 
Fla- uh, Flash Dance. Jennifer Beale was in there. Flash Dance. I forget her name in the show, though. That's okay. We know what you're talking about. Yeah, I should look it up. But anyways, he comes out and you just hear the, the drums. And uh, lo and behold, we saw two huts. The cousins of Jabba the Hutt. And I thought it was great. I love the huts. I love seeing them. I love how they spoke. I love how you can tell one was clearly female. Right. He's, oh, they're so cool. But I I don't know. My happiest part from that point. Are you, oh, I know you as geeked as I was? Oh, 100%. Dude. When we finally get to see. Are we talking about the same thing? Yeah. Uh, Black Chrysanthemum? Yep. He came around the corner and I'm like, holy shit. Michelle's like, what? I'm like, oh, I can't even explain it right now. Yeah, I turned. I did the same thing. I turned to Shay. I said, oh, "This black Chrysan." Yeah, she's like, "What does that mean?" I said, "Well, he's I don't a, know. He's a dark <laughs> Wookie, like he's evil Wookie bounty hunter." But the important thing is that he's from the comics. He's from Doctor Afra. She's like, "What's that?" I'm like, "Okay, that's a whole other." He's prior to Afra. He's prior to Afra. Oh, he showed up prior to Afra too. Yeah, yeah. He showed up in Darth Vader first. Oh, Vader yeah, hired. Vader hires him to find out who killed or blew up the Death Star and all that stuff, and he has to, he tells him. That's right, that's right. I have that. I have those collections in hardcover. But then also, he also did work with Ephra as well. That's right. And he also worked with um, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Jabba the Hutt tells him to go kill Kenobi because yes. he keeps messing up, and then Kenobi gives him a nice scar across his face. <laughs> I love Black Zanton. I'm glad he's there. It's going to be interesting. I'm totally glad because it does open up the the, the world like. Could there be an Afra? Could there be these other things? They need um, to do an Afra, yes. I hope they do. We, and I think there's talk about that. And I think that'd be a great series show. Like, not a movie, a Dr. Afra TV show. Correct. Somehow. <clears throat> or, or weave her in throughout the Mandoverse. Um, so it's really nice how they bring the comic stuff in. And they bring, they're really doing a good job of weaving the past, um, the comics, uh you know, that's why I said it was good about building lore. This whole episode was like building up that lore of the different yeah. things. Um, I mean, you know, will they bring other bounty hunters in? I hope. I mean, who doesn't want to see Boss? Who doesn't want to see a Dengar? Not just fan service, but he's going to need, like, they all work together at some point. He actually worked right. with Boba Fett. They were not enemies. Just goes to show these people are, are people for hire. Right. It's not about scruples or for that. It's just like, you hire me to kill him? Okay, I'll kill him. You know, right. that's that's what it is. And clearly that's not done yet. As, as no. But I, I do like how the, the, I don't know the Fett's name, but the cousin, the twins, he's like rubbing his head with the mouse, the, the, rubbing the sweat with that. You know, yes. I he was going to eat it. He's like, no, he's just using it as a rag. I'm like, why? <laughs> I loved it. And those poor guys carrying them around. Holy shit. What a job. So, but with seeing Black Rosanton, we know, obviously he survived this long. Yeah. Um, with Afra, I haven't read the new uh, series yet. But so I'm far, not caught the series, up yet. I, I have to figure out where I left off and then go back and get the digital ones. Well, but at least the first volume of her series all took place in between the various movies. Right. I mean, there's there's a couple stories where she actually crosses paths with Luke and them. Well, yeah, that's where I'm at now. So yeah, so all that to say. We don't it's even between, know if Everett's alive at this point. I think right now it's, it's between it's between Empire and Jedi right now. Right. So she, who knows if she's even alive? I hope she is. Well, that may be the, the droids too. The crazy 3PO. Oh. What's the name? 
if I ever see Triple Zero and that'd be so cool. Triple Zero and BT, um, my life is over. That's all. I what voice about. would you put for Triple Zero? Because it can't be Anthony Daniels, right? Oh, it has to be Anthony Daniels. It has to be one? as evil as possible. That would be kind of fun too. Oh, it would be creepy. I mean, I would love it. It would be. Creepy. See, now I'm fanboying. Yeah, but that's the point, right? That's that's what they're doing. They're taking all their toys and they're playing in the sand with them. That's what these are, you know. Sure I'm good with that, but like I said, I'm super excited. About the first first 15 minutes of that episode, I love seeing the Huts. I love seeing this going forward. I love seeing Black Chrysanthemum, if I'm even saying that right. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I get why they did the flashback. I know that we need this story. I think why this episode was that long is they've got it out of the way now. I, I think so. they could have. I think they could have edited both episodes differently. So the episode one felt more like a f- true episode, and this didn't feel so heavily weighted on the other. At the end of the day... They should have put these out at the same time. I think so. And then, and then everybody have been like, "Okay, let's move on." Everybody, I think everybody's ready to move on. Me and me included. I want to see what's going to happen. I want to know who are all the crime people. I want to. I want to sit down and say, like, who are the people at the table? I want a Godfather meeting at the table moment yes. where you know the heads of all the families. They clearly said that they, there's somebody they got to get permission from before they can kill the Don, the twins, right? If they're going to worry about it, it's, he's going to have to. Get- Permission from some other fence, right? Or not fence? Right. Huts, no, right? Well, I don't think it's huts. I think it's other crime lords. I mean, a hut isn't going to kill a hut. True. But so let me throw this out there then. So obviously, um, when he goes with the Tuscans, that shortly, sometime, within at least a couple, three, whatever weeks, a short amount of time, fairly, from leaving the Sarlacc pit. So also, the no, same no, amount no. of time. What's that? Say again, the, the, you said the Huts or the Raiders, Tuscan Raiders, you mean? Well, he's with the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, yeah. That's only, I'll, I'll say a month-ish, give or take, after coming out of the Salak pit. I, I, I'm guessing. We don't know. Star Wars time right. is funny. Right. I understand. But somewhere, it's 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 not a super long amount of time, I don't feel. Well, remember, there's five years between him coming out of that pit and getting his armor. Right. Well, my point is. It's a lot of time. It's the same amount of time that. Jabba's been dead. Correct. And apparently the Huts were okay with Bib Fortuna acting as a major domo as a proxy and controlling that region. Well, probably knowing that they could go in there and say he wouldn't put up any fights. Right, that's fine. But there's no way in hell any Hut would allow Picks to come in on their territory that quick. Right. Remember, the Huts and the Picks, they're different crime organizations. I mean, unless Jabba was allowing them to move spice and he was taking quite a bit off the top. Possible. I, but that's the thing. So is Bib still taking that? Is this, who knows? Maybe we're going to see in a flashback that that is the case. But my initial gut was, I don't think the Huts and the Picks get along well. Pikes. So I don't see that being an issue. I don't see that. that that's where my conflict is. Right. I, th- I think it might be. I don't know. I'll give it time. That's the thing with these episodes, like these two episodes. Like I said, I didn't like it as much as you did, but I have faith in the creative team because they've shown us the way in the first two seasons of The Mandalorian that I have faith and trust in them. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm looking. I think this next episode is going to be uh, different. I hope. I, I think we're never going to go away from flashbacks. I don't know how. No, 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 I don't think we will. I don't, I don't know where the flashbacks will happen. I think I think they've played enough story with the Tuscans. 
We haven't seen him leave them. Something bad might happen as to why they separate. I don't know. Or maybe not. He's like, hey, I got to walk my path. My path told me I had to get my armor. I'm going to go get it. Right. Um, but, you know, will they let him leave? Probably. I don't see why they wouldn't. But um, my guess is that at the end of the day, he's going to pull all these Tuscan Raiders as, a, as, a, as his troops when he needs them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's. I that's, see that happening 100%. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's coming, um, but you know, with Black Chrysanthemum, we'll see. It's going to be some fights. I, I, we need to see more of him. I need to see him be badass. Chewbacca, maybe come in. There's rumors of Han Solo, but Chewbacca Chrysanthemum fight. Ooh, I don't know if my heart can take that. <laughs> I mean, they've got a young person to play. I mean, Jason would play him again, I'm sure. Um, So that would be cool. That would be cool. I don't care who uh, Black Krizantin takes on. I just need more of him. There's there's no reason for Chewbacca to come in. I'm just curious. I'd be okay with that. But like I said, I I don't know why I love Black Krizantin so much. I just do. It's a cool character. He just kills. He's just a fucking, he's a Terminator. He's a Wookiee Terminator. <laughs> yeah. I, I just love the fact that, you know, most of the Wookiees that we've seen in Star Wars, mostly in the prequels are, you know, they're they're very noble. They help the resistance, yada, yada, yada. And here's one that just walks a different path. He's just so different. I'm into it. Right, right. So, I mean, I don't know much of his past or why he became who he was, um, but who knows? Who knows? Um, I don't know. I give this a. I think last one was seven point five. I give this a eight point five out of ten. For me, I think I got uh, a, lot of, a lot of character building and Boba, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go now. They can't keep coming back to this, right? Uh, I go six six five. If they give me this again next week, then it's going to plummet. Right. <laughs> so uh, I hope not. But until then. I think it's doing really, really well. I'm enjoying it. Um, can't wait to see more. So, I want to see more. I just want to get away from the flashbacks. I, I'm not saying I want the flashbacks to go away. I think they're going to be there the whole season. I would just like to spend more time in the present. Yeah. Do you think he's going to go kick some Jawa ass though? Like just beat a few of them up. Take his. <laughs> no, I think he's past that because. No, I mean in a flashback scene. Oh, maybe the flashback. Because he knows they took him. Like, where's my armor? Yeah, but I think if he had gone after him, he would have found his armor. I think he's other things are going to take up his time where he doesn't even think to look for his armor until he hears. No, he wouldn't have gotten it because they literally gave his armor away within two days. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm thinking if he went and looked for it, he, I don't know. I, I think, I don't think the story's going to go that direction. I'm always going to figure out that Cobb Vanth has it because they show him at the end of Right, right, and I think that's going to come later when he, you know, towards this end of the time with the Tuscans and whatnot. Right. I don't think, because I think the way Jabba is, um, I don't think he'd he'd go off in search of his armor unless he knew he was going to find it. Right. Right. I do think we might get a flashback with Vader. I mean, you've got. I, I, I'm hoping. I don't know. Eh, I don't. I don't need Vader in this. I don't need it, but I think it's going to happen. I hope not. I don't know. We'll see. Depends. If it's written well, great. If it's just for fan service, then no. 
you know, could be a, a, a reason, but I don't know. What do you guys out there think? You let us know. Uh, Michael, how can they let us know? You can let us know either on Twitter or Instagram. You can find us at KyberCast. Or on Facebook, we have both a page and a group at the KyberCast. Yes. And if you'd like to um, help out the show, again, check out patreon.com slash KyberCast, and you can give us uh, some tips there. Or the best way to help the show. Michael, the best way is what? Uh, smash that subscribe smash, smash yes I don't know how I missed that setup <laughs> smash that subscribe button smash it <laughs> um, hopefully this cough will go away at some point I don't know anyway so I apologize for that but uh, please smash the subscribe button that really helps out the show better yet tell a friend leave a review at Apple Podcasts or any other podcatcher that you use we, we're pretty much on them all so tell a friend about us and also, don't forget, check out our website, kybercast.com. You can listen to all of our shows there, every one, the back catalog, and maybe even check out the store. We got some stuff there, you know, some shirts, mugs, whatevs. Cool stuff there. Um, until next time, we'll have Book of Boba Fett's episode three. We'll joke how I won't watch The Matrix. Um, and then maybe Eternals? Yeah, hopefully Eternals for sure. I mean, if it's out, I'm watching it. So uh, it should be, I don't know if it's, a, well, they're both on Wednesday, so I'll be doing both. So it'll be a great night. There you go. Geek you go. fantastic. Yeah, it'll be oh, oh, Geek Wednesdays. So yeah, until, <laughs> until then, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.